Hello and welcome to Porch Stories. I'm Brandy Chun, your host. Today we are joined by Ronnie Ray and Mr. Kent McGee. Our conversation will be focusing on life on inside the Porch Consolidated School. Mr. Ronnie and Kent attended the Porch Consolidated School and is here to share their experiences of what it was like to be at the school. With that being said, I would like my co-host, Mr. Billy Bailey, to introduce himself and get started with the conversation. Hi, I'm Billy Bailey. And so we're going to start off asking both of you, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your age, uh, your parents, uh, something like kind of just introduce the everybody to yourselves well i'm i'm kent mcgee my parents were uh, willis mcgee and rentha mcgee uh, i was raised yeah right in the helpadita community and went to school at the courts college <coughs> school you know what years that uh i think it was like either 50 or 51 when i my first year i started in the in the first grade i went all the way through the sixth grade Okay. And uh, I think that was, it was either 50 or 51. It, I, I'm, if I'm not sure, but it might have been the first year the school was open. But it was, it was, if it wasn't, it was the second year. But it was, it was, it was close. Okay. And Ronnie, what, what about yourself? Yeah, I was, I'm Ronnie Jackson. I was raised here in the community. My parents, Alton and Mabel Jackson. And uh, Mama will say, uh, Substitute teacher there, there at the school. And Daddy was kind of, he kind of ran the PTO meetings. Mm-hmm. And he'd always show Western movies to get people to come <laughs> in, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, been here a long time now. I, I really don't know what year I even went to school up there. Okay. Did you and Kent go to school together? Or? No, Kent's older now. Kent's older. Now. Yeah. Kent was maybe third, fourth grade when I started. Okay. All right. I ain't supposed to be telling my age. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that too. But <laughs> I, I, it won't change nothing. <laughs> it won't. So you said you grew up in Hedda Petita. Did you also, Ronnie? Yes. Okay. You grew up in Hedda Petita. Yeah, we were right here, right close. I wasn't that far apart. Okay. Where we lived. Where? Ronnie lived right down here off of. Uh, on Martin Road, before the Roland Hills subdivision was put in there, their house was right there. And then we lived on over there, uh, where my brother Terry lives, across the creek over there. Yeah. yeah. Was that into Lynn McGee Drive down there? Yeah. Into Lynn McGee? Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, you said you went from kindergarten to sixth well, grade? Yeah, I know kindergarten. Or first to sixth? Yeah. Did you go first to sixth? First to sixth, yes. Okay. And uh, do you, we was talking earlier about, you remember, and some stuff that your parents said about the old schools. Do y'all remember kind of what they said? What, like, wherever the schools were and what schools, what schools were there? Yes. Uh, I've heard my mama talk about the one that's uh, at it porch. And, I, and you had mentioned the steel field, and I th- it was back in that area, somewhere back over in there. Okay. And that's the only one you know, like, then you talk about the pickerel house. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, in fact, when the, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, oh, gosh, it was back in there, you know, I've heard mama talk about 
that that school or not there behind Mr. Tullis's house, his house now. Okay. Well, my, my mama wasn't raised here, so she didn't she didn't have any experience for the schools here. Daddy, he only went. I think he said he went to the third grade or something like that. So yeah. He really wasn't a whole lot of experience with the schools. I, I was, from what I've gathered, those schools <laughs> back then, those schools before the consolidated school, they only went to the third grade. Then they wouldn't allow it to go anywhere else. So, yeah, he used to joke and say he didn't go to school one day, and they went to his brother's place that day. <laughs> <laughs> one of y'all have mentioned about the Pickerel House that's over there, where it used to be where um, Eddie Tullis lives now. But y'all were saying that it was used for other things other than being a school. Can y'all remember some of those things that were going on? Well, like I said, the only thing I know that when they first started uh, the land, uh, looking into the, the land, uh, getting payment for the land, uh, Calvin and uh, they would hold their uh, registrations over there, sign up the uh, people to, to for that role. For the, you know, but other than that, I don't really remember anything else. Went on over there. Right. And if you had to describe on how to get back there, can you give me a description on how to get, if it, <clears throat> if you could give me a, a pinpoint description? Well, I don't know about a pinpoint, but <laughs> but back then, all these roads weren't in here. And Martin Road, I only guess it had a name. You turned off of Jack Springs Road. You turned off Martin onto Martin Road and went up to the, where the, uh, Crossroads Red, and, and that that road there went straight, and where Eddie Tullis's house is at, it went straight on through there, and there's a curve there, and it came back out on Jack Springs Road, and uh, the the old school was right in that curve, right on that curve there. I gotcha. And what would have been around that little area? Were there any houses? Anybody living around there? Well, back then. <laughs> There was only probably 10 or 12 families in this whole community right here, and they were kind of scattered out. But uh, right, right on that, there's no house there that I know of. There was uh, down where Peggy Susan lives. That, belong, that was, uh, what was I can't Mr. Mr. Weaver. No, before that, it was... Uh, can't think of his name now, but he, it was, he was not a tribal member. He lived there then. And then uh, you, you went on down past there, and that road that was just called Sales Road now. Back then, it was, we always called it the thicket mm-hmm. because it was just a road that went down through there, and there was <clears throat> it was trees, a bunch of trees and everything. And it was, a road went through there. Then when you got I'd you come out of that, uh, there was a little house on the right where uh, uh, Aunt Alice and Uncle Clayton lived there. And you went on past that uh, for another little piece, probably two or 400 feet or something like that. Then uh, Aunt, uh, Aunt Luna May, which was John Arthur McGee's mom and daddy, they all they all lived right there in a the little house, and then uh, before we, uh, then it, 
in the front row where that house was at, the road turned, has a little road that went around and back up. And uh, you had uh, Aunt Burton Uncle Eugene lived back up in there. And you had uh, my grandfather, Will and Bessie McGee's house was on the right side of that road. Well, that road went on out and it came into uh, ran. It's just a uh, what's that road there? Can't even think of the road now. You know the road that goes around by uh, where the garden is at. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, it it ran back into to that road, and uh, and it came on around back out toward Jack Springs Road and right up about where the crossroads was at, where, where Catherine's house is at. There's a, a house there was uh, Uncle Tom and Aunt Gurley lived there. And at one time, that's where the post office was at. They left, dropped the mail off there for the people mm. right down at that house. And then you went on down that road, and that's where Ronnie and them, Ronnie's mom and dad lived. And, and I think Aunt Vi and... Earl Jackson's mom and them lived down that way somewhere. Yeah, Granny and Papa lived there too. Yeah, yeah, right there where Earl used to live. The house, old house is. Yeah, Ed and uh, Margie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When y'all went to school at the Consolidated School, um, can you remember any any other people that went to school there with you or anything? Teachers' names, anything like that? My first grade teacher was Miss White. Miss Briars was uh, third and fourth. Miss Alveson was fifth and sixth. Okay. You know, and like Red Lee and Mace Jr. and Lonnie Lee and uh, Patricia Ann, Maxine, Ernestine, Big Ed, all of those. I think there was maybe 10 of us that was in my class. And I think all of them's gone now, but. Maybe me, Mace Patricia, and Maxine. Yeah. And Charlotte. And Charlotte. Okay. What about you, Kent? The, uh, my first grade teacher was Miss Broughton. Mm-hmm. And then uh, second, third, well, first, she was first and second grade. <laughs> then the, the third and fourth grade was uh, Miss Gilmore. And then, uh, well, fifth and sixth grade kind of split up. I can't remember who the principal was at that time. Might have been Miss Mays. I'm not sure when I first started. But anyway, in the sixth grade, when I, when I went to the fifth and sixth grade, they had a change. So they moved Miss Broughton up to teach the fifth grade. So she taught me again in the fifth grade. And then she left, and they brought another lady in, Miss Four. And she taught the sixth grade. And I had, uh, see, it was, it was Dewey and, and Olivet and Catherine, uh, John Presley, not John, Howard Presley. And uh, I can't remember the rest of them, but they, that was some of the ones that were in my, in my grade. Okay. Julianne, Julianne. Stephanie's mom. So can you remember anything um, like events and things that happened while you was there at school, like dances or anything like that? 
I don't remember a whole lot of that kind of stuff. I don't need going on up there. We really didn't have a place for a dance because, see, this, when that school was originally built, it was built like a kind of like a C. Mm-hmm. You had first and second grade on the left hand side, and then the third and fourth grade was on the other end, and then in the middle it was a parking area for the teachers, and then the the back part was long. It was long. You had the fifth and sixth grade, and then you had uh, like a little auditorium, but it was split. They had folding doors that it went between. The, it separated them mm-hmm. and had a stage on that end, and where they had like the graduations and stuff like that. And but uh, but they really were no. I, I can't remember them having no dances or anything like that. Now Ronnie had mentioned earlier that his daddy used to show movies up there. He would. He would get a rental projector and film, and and at night sometimes, and he would show film up there. You go up there and pass that, and charge you like a quarter or something like that. And he'd show movies because see, most people couldn't get to town to go to the movie. Yeah, and, and uh, so I mean, that's the main thing that I can remember about that really went on up there. Do you remember it having, so at the beginning it didn't have the bathroom like it does now or the kitchen? No. Right? Mm-mm. So did y'all have to bring your lunch or? Yeah, you had to bring your lunch and you had outhouses out back. What was the outhouses? Huh? Outhouses, where were they at? They were out on the side, you know, like the school sets like this. It was They were back there. Okay. You know where the bathroom that sits now? Yeah. Those outhouses was out. Not that area. Okay, it looks a lot different now, don't it? Oh yes. <laughs> also, they used to have they used to haul uh, coal up there for the heaters. They had them big old brown heaters, you know, that stood up, and that's what we got to hit heat from. So right. they, coal heaters. You'd burn coal in them, and the, the county would bring you know they come out and dump a big load of coal. So we had to bring the coal in for the heaters, and and. Uh, but uh, we needed it, too, in the wintertime. <laughs> yeah. Well, how'd y'all get to school? I mean, I know y'all were close enough probably to walk. Is that how y'all got to school? We all walked. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I walked from all the way over there. We're uh, across the creek over there. So y'all didn't ride, yeah. the, y'all didn't ride that bu- the bus that was going no, at the time? There wasn't, wasn't no bus. There wasn't no bus when you was- on, on the bus, on went to Atmore McCullough. They didn't know bus come up there, not from around this community. Yeah. Okay. That probably wasn't till later on. That was till later on. The bus was like Dan McGee and them drove, huh? Yeah. So it does sound like yeah. a different time than what we are because I couldn't even imagine let my six-year-old or seven-year-old walk to school. Walk to school. So. Um, I can't remember walking in, in the wintertime. And it will, it'd be so cold, or the ice would be spewed up out of the ground. And when you got to school, your feet would be so cold. You had to pull, get in there and pull your shoes off and let, let the heat to warm your feet up. And you couldn't get them so close to the heater because that heat burned them it, up. It, it was hot. It hurt. Oh, Lord. It, it, was, it, was, it was rough. Huh. Lord. So did I, I remember hearing something about your mama, Mr. Ron Ray, about going to school. Did she? Go and get her GED, or did was that? Yeah, she went. <laughs> oh, she didn't get her GED to I, later on. It was later know, on in life, wasn't it? It was maybe 50 or 60, I guess. 
somewhere in that neighborhood. Well, that's what we always, when we the interviews that we've been doing is just um, the importance of our creek people, our porch people, about how important it is for education. I mean, did y'all, do you feel like your parents pushed you to go to school or were they, you know, when we interviewed Maxine, she said that that was her main goal was for them to get an education. Do you feel that way with your own family or do y'all think that? I mean, mom and daddy wanted us to go to school, but now like when Larry quit, maybe he couldn't get along with the teachers. He quit maybe the ninth grade or so. Mm-hmm. I always just went to school to play ball. Yeah, after y'all went to sixth grade, where did y'all go after that? Uh, we went to the uh, uh, junior high school there in Atmore. In Atmore? Okay. Is that where you went to, Kent? Yeah. All right. Y'all didn't have any problems with, you know, getting to school and the school itself. Y'all didn't have any problems with the people being accepted because it seems like from what we've heard, it's just people here staying together and then they have to go out. You know, to a new school, it was a little bit intimidating sometimes. It was. Uh, and I guess, the, in a sense, being new, and a lot of people, you know, but I, I always fit in pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. It was different, you know, because, like I said, we was from a small, small group, and, you know, you fit in with everybody, and... Uh, Really, far as having any problems with any, you know, I never had any problems with any of them. Uh, they pretty much accepted us. There's, there were some of them, you know, that were kind of wouldn't have a whole lot to do with you, but, you know, it, it was really no serious problems that I had. It, it, uh, we had more, actually, more problems with the uh, riding the bus. The, uh, see, we used to, uh, uh, they would pick us up on the bus from McCullough would stop here and pick us up. Well, the ones up at McCullough's always been more, to me, more prejudiced than the ones in town. Mm-hmm. And they would kind of, they wouldn't want to associate with, they not want to sit with us, or especially the, the girls. Now, the, the guys, they they were pretty good. They, they, were, they were better. But them girls, they didn't want to sit with them. Uh, and they 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 actually uh, will leave empty seats to keep them sitting with some of us. Really, <laughs> but uh, other than that, it really wasn't no serious. I had no serious problem. Did both of y'all get y'all's diploma from the high school and graduate? Yes, I did. Yeah, Ronnie yes, did too, Ronnie, yeah. you did. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So I was thinking about the school. Can y'all give us any information that y'all recall about how the school, the consolidated school, got started? I can't. Cause I don't. I I don't don't really know exactly how why it got started. Other than you know, it just didn't have no place for you know the kids to go, and they were all spread out. And I guess somebody got with the county or whatever, and finally they decided to build a. Build us a school. I, I don't really know the reason it's behind it because I was, like I said, I was about five, four, five years old, six years old then. Mm-hmm. So when it when the school shut down, was you on council then? Like sixty eight or somewhere around no, there? No, 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 no. Neither no. one of you. Do y'all recall on why it was shut down? 
I can't. Yeah, I, I don't really know why it was shut down other than uh, it was, you know, it wasn't feasible to keep it open. Yeah. And, you know, so they just started sending everybody to Oxford and Rachel Patterson and stuff. Okay. So after the school shut down, it became a a lot of other things like a um, travel center and sales center and uh, things like that. Do y'all, uh, you, I'm sure both of y'all worked in it, right? You worked in it when you was on fire, worked around that area a lot, and you worked in it. Um, do you know what all this, this what all went on in there after? Like, um, what kind of programs and stuff was going on? Well, at one time, the head start was there. Mm. And, uh, we were in the tribal council. They renovated it and moved it to tribal council offices up there. Some of the other programs from here, Jack, the uh, JTPA program and, and all that was in there because that was where I first went to work. With the tribe, that's where I was at, you know, over the JTPA program. Okay. Yeah. What were they coming around trying to teach y'all? I know it's like some job training. What did they? What were they teaching for those? Well, well it, it was it, it was to help uh, people, you know, uh, funds for school for people to go to school, mm-hmm. you know, college and all and that kind of stuff, and help people find jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it was. It's, it's when uh, when it first uh, started there, but now then it's changed. They changed it to we are or something like that, and I don't know what all there. But uh, but it was it was a job training program. What it was, you know, they they help people find jobs and uh, help them go to school and pay the tuition and give them a little stipend and stuff like that. And it wasn't just for for Porch Creek, so it was it, it was. The other uh, recognized Alabama recognized tribes too. It, it, if some of them qualified, it was with them because I did uh, quite a bit with the uh, Moas over there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When I first started working for the tribe, there was five of us, and my office was over at the Episcopal Church, and Miss Dees was the boss lady, and she hired me to. Uh, Start recreation. What year was that? Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Back. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we uh, uh well we it we got a- started and and once we got it going and then I think they might have been me and Kent and Kirby and uh, Glenda, Carolyn White. We we had a committee. And that's what we worked off of and got league started in. Wow. And I actually got into NAO and NASA through it. I had met uh, Ike Tiger and uh, Moses Jumper in Nashville. And we went before the uh, USET board, and they accepted us. We were one of the federally recognized tribe at the time. But they, uh, they accepted us, and the rest of it's history. We've been in it now, Kent, how long? Forty years or longer. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, when they and when Miss D's and they were they were down there, that was like uh, seventy, something like that. And uh, 
that's when, you know, when your house was working over there. Somewhere in, it was in the early 70s or somewhere right there. But that recreation committee, Susan Wicker was on that. Too. Yeah, Susan must yeah. have. I, I know Kent and Kirby would handle the cookie, and I'd handle the ball stuff, and Susan would handle the money. Well, how often did y'all host, like, uh, events? Like, you talking about softball? Mm-hmm. we done it, what, Kent, about every fourth year? Yeah, it, 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 they all did. They all did. Yeah. yeah. It was, back then, it was, well, doing about four or five teams. That's all. They tribes in it that they first, first started, and it rotated every year, you know, for different types of hosting. I got gotcha. you. Know. Yeah. So it's still kind of the same the way it is today, then. So oh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we were uh, in a board meeting in Moses. He wanted to ride around, so we showed him around, and he said, were y'all going to host the tournament? We pointed, and there was grass about three or four foot. <laughs> it was, it was. Did you have a field? Did no, you have a field? No fields. No, that's what he's been to tell you. <laughs> but there was no fields, and then we went to work, and we we built fields. And it was, shoot, Kent, we worked, what, seven days a week, just about. Yeah. It was, like, I think it was around, like, maybe Last late January or 1st of February when yep. Moses and them was here. And we showed him where we were going to have the ball fields. And he said, y'all will never make it. And see, the, the, the uh, tournament was in, uh, well, July, wasn't it? Uh, July or August, yeah. one of the two. And, uh, we, we made it. We built it. So that was adults. Was it just the men or would there be also women that would? It was just uh, the beginning. It was just men. Mm-hmm. And then we eventually went to the women and then the kids were. Added. Yeah. Do you remember what that uh-huh. time that the kids were incorporated into the NAO program? No, but we can probably find out. Yeah. No, actually, the NAO, the NAO program was the kids. Mm-hmm. And NASA was the adults. Right. So whenever. Whatever year we started the NAOS, that's when it was, you know, first the kids was incorporated into it. Can I tell you another little Go story? Ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it involves your daddy and Gary. Uh-oh. <laughs> we first went to Miami and, and played, you know. That yeah. was the first first tournament, the first game we ever played. Uh-huh. And uh, they played barefoot. <laughs> they could catch anything. In the daytime, when it got night, we never even played under lights. Yeah. We missed everything. <laughs> 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 but but uh, in the outcome, we won the we won the tournament, the very first tournament. The very played. first tournament. Yeah. Wow! Wow! So who was on that team? Do you remember? Well, it wasn't all native in. We just went down and played in that tournament. Uh, it was myself, Mal. Johnny Carlton, Mike Ward, Gordon Bay, William Bailey, Gary McGee. I can't think of any more right now, but that's the time Doug Daughter and him, what Kent was talking about, the programs and all, that's when they had the, the little film crew or whatever. The Doug, JTPA film crew. Yeah, Doug went down and Doug Daughter. And filmed it? Filmed it. I'd like to see that. Yeah, we need to get, it's, we need it's to get a copy of that. The best I can remember, it was somewhere up at the old school somewhere. and But there's no telling where it's at now. Probably archives. Yeah, now. we need to get that. That'd be a neat video to see. Yeah. 
How'd y'all get down there? If you talk about Miami, that's a long way. <laughs> a go. tribal, a tribal bus. Jimmy Caraway was on that team too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We had a tribal bus back then. Well, it was vans. Van, uh, yeah, vans. It was van, yeah, but it belonged to. I don't think it belonged to the tribe. It belonged to a federal program. Okay, so I remember. I remember those old vans when we used to travel at powwows. Those old white vans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And y'all would go down there and stay. Yeah. We were Howard and uh, Jerry Williams went with us, and uh, we would stay. But they would about four to a room. The way, <laughs> way we went. Uh, Homer was Homer Coleman was on that team. Yeah, after, after a little bit later on, after that, they got the, we got no yellow one more yellow buses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all them kids. Uh, we all all it was chopped on. Miami, yeah, Cherokee. Yeah, went all over the place with those. Load up. <laughs> and some of them are still playing. I yeah. see them out there. Yeah, they're still playing. They're still playing. That's huh. what keeps you young. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so that school done a couple of other things. It was uh, where they done a lot of fighting for federal recognition and stuff. And I know, Kent, you was involved in a lot of that. Can you tell us anything about, like, stories about what went on during federal recognition around the school? Well, I mean, actually, I mean, that's where all of the council meetings were held in that old school. That's where we, that's where we met, the council met. Mm-hmm. And then they, then they had moved the uh, tribal chairman's office and all that up there. So that's really where all the negotiation and everything went on. Or the uh, the federal recognition is that where they had the cook the little uh, wash pot cooking and stuff like that was around that area. Well, that was at the wash pot cooking was actually before that. Oh, was that it? was back when Calvin was for the docket twenty one stuff. Yeah, Calvin was they, they have the uh, cook you know, fish and chicken yeah. and stuff and sell it to make money for them to go to Washington. Mm, okay. And, you know, back then, if you were on the council, you received no pay. And also, it was the meetings were on Sunday evening, and they were from about 2 to 6, 7, 8, 9 o'clock at, at night. And then everybody went back to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, the council back then was like 18 people on the council, Oof. 18 yeah. members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Someone from Pensacola and Monroe County and around here and that was when we were still uh creek indians eastern mississippi right right, right. Yeah. you know catherine myself don and larry we all sat on the council at one time oh really yeah four of us hmm. so do y'all remember um y'all remember anything else that went on in there i know you like y'all both of y'all worked here just recent uh you just not too long ago retired and two years ago you were pretty close to being ready, aren't you, Kent? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, me and Billy are looking forward to it. <laughs> 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 Y'all remember anything like, I know there was like a candy shop in there, maybe like a little, it was an employee dining room thing at one time. There was a couple other things. Talk about the candy shop. Kent and I, we went to uh, Cherokee, North Carolina and picked up those granite slabs yeah. or something. Those big marble table things. Yeah. You know, there's still we we saved one when Boyd's Girls Club moved out of it. 
and it's in the teen center at Boys and Girls Club now. One of those big tables with a big slab. I think they had, 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 had to cook. You know, they made it and had that slab table for it. Did we rent? Did we rent a truck go up and get those things, or did we own it? I can't remember. I don't remember that. <laughs> they were heavy, huh? Yes, very. Yeah. I remember it being a sales center. I know my granny went up there to the sales center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, a sales center. It was a lot of things. And then it was two-story. I think when they had the tribal council there, right? Right. Yes. And then. Um, so when it was a two-story, um, do y'all remember how it became a two-story? Like, did we pay somebody to build it? Did volunteers do it? or uh, uh, Mr. Hicks was the um, he worked for the tribe back then. He was like dealing with the uh, renovation program, weatherization program. Yeah. And Mr. Hicks, he was a carpenter, and he he's actually done a lot of it. Hmm. It's a uh, few guys worked, but I can't remember. Uh, Mildred's boy was one of the ones that worked up there too. I can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. So tell me. The jobs that y'all have done each with the tribe. I know, Ronnie Ray, you've been with the recreation department for a long time. And tell me some jobs that y'all have done. Well, for myself, started out with recreation and then uh, the weatherization thing. We worked with Mr. Hicks. I was uh, planting the gardens at one time, and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> And I talked to Uncle Willis and A.D. Martin, and they really, really showed me a lot. Uncle Willis told me, he said, tie a string. He said, when you get in your field, in your rows, he said, tie a string and a boat on that string. And he said, you'll stay straight. You won't dig up anything. (laughs) And I always remember that about that. Yeah. And then, you know, left from there and went, went to the fire department. Was that a community garden? I mean, yes. was that something? Yes, that, okay. we just went all over the communities. Mm-hmm. Oh, helping build gardens for the for the yeah. communities. Mm-hmm. So, what year did they start the fire department? I mean, I'm sure it was after recognition. It was. It was. It was well, about a year or so before. Okay. And then we just started. Well, actually, Mister Tullis, me and William Bailey, we were. We were working here, and he said, y'all come in my office. He said, I need to talk to y'all. Okay. He said, we're going to get hood housing. And he said, somebody's got to oversee those houses. Somebody's got to make sure that those houses are protected. And he said, you two jokers get together, and y'all decide which one wants the other. So we talked. You know, William had always built houses and and but with heavy equipment. So he took the housing job. I took the fire department. I said, look, I got to go to school. So, so that's where I started out. I went to, started school and started volunteering in Atmore and went to the fire college. We would go every Sunday, William and I both, down on the military base, finding field and go through some classes. We've done that for quite a while. So you started the program up at the fire department? Yes, we ran several. After I got certified, then we went in and done some 160 classes. Wow. And then who was your um, first firefighters at that time? Do you remember? 
Oh, I know Kent was in it with with the volunteers and Kirby and and Mal and Homer and just so at the beginning it was not a paid. Position. Oh no, it was your softball team. <laughs> yes, uh, like softball team. Softball That's team. what I was meant to say. <laughs> I didn't ask. I told. <laughs> <laughs> so we just, you know, and 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 they were all in and in, in protecting this community. Yeah, and and they didn't mind it a bit. It was. Tough because, like Kent, like he worked out of town, but he still, mm-hmm. you know, would uh, go to the classes and do the best he could. But he eventually got certification. I remember, I remember Daddy being yeah. in it with you. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. Was William little. was William was the assistant chief. Assistant chief, yeah. <laughs> so the jurisdiction was out here in porch. Is that where y'all would? Yes, you know, you got your boundaries laid out mm-hmm. from. Almost in McCullough, down around Woods Road, uh, west, it was a certain point on 65. And if you went north, it was up around the, uh, Butler Street. Has any of those boundaries changed now? Very, very little. They're really? still the same. Still the same. That's good to know. And Kent, what jobs have you had? Well, before I started working for the tribe, I worked for... Uh, the telephone company. Okay. And then uh, and I went, my first job with the tribe was uh, I worked uh, when we opened up the uh, bingo hall out there. I was the uh, floor manager at the bingo hall. And I worked there for, I think it was like 14 months. And then uh, the position came open over here for the JTPA job. So I, I uh, applied for it and I got it. And I worked at it for I don't know how many years, six, seven years, I guess. And then uh, I went from there to the public works department. And I worked over there 10 or 12, I don't know how many years. You worked over there long. Yeah. And then, uh, well, well, actually before that, I worked uh, I worked out of uh, Eddie's office. And uh, kind of like a... Uh, uh, I don't know really what you call the title. I think it was liaison or something. I worked with, uh, like we had that. Uh, it bought just bought straight of manufacturing over there in Milton, which is Muskogee Metalworks now. Mm-hmm. Well, we was having some problems with the, with the management over there, so I had to go over there and and work with that. And so we finally got that straightened out, and then they decided to move it to, to Atmore. Yeah. And then, uh, then that's when I went to work with the uh, went to work at Public Works. So then, uh, up until mm, four or five years ago, now well, three or four years ago, uh, I moved out to the uh, to the farm and the and main OU branch. Uh, see, uh, that's the uh, director of natural resources. That's, oh, okay. that's my title now. Okay. So y'all been been around a while. Helping the helping the tribe. Oh yeah. First next month I'll have thirty seven years. It's a long time. And both of y'all that's just the working. I think yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah. y'all was on council and all kinds of stuff. I've been around the tribe all my life. <laughs> wasn't you uh wasn't you chief at one time? For a very short time. Very short About time. Just a few months. But it was when uh, Houston was chief. Mm-hmm. So when I was vice chief, okay, 
Well, he, he retired, or resigned, or whatever you want to call it. So then it fell to me. But see, like Ronnie was saying, I, I worked out of town most of my time. So I just said, I told him, I said, I can't, I can't do both. And so that's uh, when they hired, they appointed, uh, elected Eddie, Eddie Tolister. Chairman. Yeah. So at one time, our leaders were called chiefs, and then we went to chairman. Do you know when that and why that happened? I don't know why it happened. I know when it was. When, when Eddie became the chairman, it, it changed then. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why they changed the title. Hmm. Okay. Always, that's just a question that's always went, yeah. I've always wondered. We were talking about the school and the ball field. Is that the, where the ball field is now behind the old Fred L. McGee building? Well, the first field that we built was right there across from uh, Oak to Martin and Marie's house. Where that those, was actually the first one that we Were those old uh, backstops were at one time? And we, uh, I we, think that's what she's talking about. Yeah, I think, yeah, right there, mm-hmm. kind of where they redone Right. Redone them now. So behind the power grounds there. Yes. Okay. We uh, we uh, uh, we had to go to the council and get permission to cut the trees. And the tribe well, the council told us that we would have to go to the county because actually it was county land. So they allowed it to happen. And then my daddy, he would he cut the timber off of it, and then we just got stumps up. Got uh, Richard and Howard McGee, Rich McGee and Howard McGee. They helped out a lot with the uh, county equipment, and we just built the land. And we were getting dirt out of the uh, on dump trucks, and a lot of it we started out shoveling it. Uh, uh, the uh, the dirt caved in on Benny McGee, and it messed Benny up pretty good. And we had to dig him out. Mm. But uh, that's how it got built. We just all the, the some of the guys in the, the men in the community just got together with all us teenage boys and and that's the way it that's the way it was built. Community. Yeah. The community got together and done it. Yeah. But now that's a different ball field from the one we were talking about before. Mm. The one we were talking about before was the one we Host uh, uh, Neo or yeah. NASA. It's, a, it's where the original field is down there now. That was the first one we built. Okay. Yeah. All right. And who would have been the umpires and how'd y'all get all that so well organized? Because <laughs> Benny, Benny McGee was the umpire. <laughs> okay. Was he pulling any strings for the home team or no? No, Benny was, he hey, was fair, huh? Benny was fair. We'd, we'd get mad at him, threatening not to let him ride back. We're going to leave you. <laughs> oh, Lord, now you know I was safe. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of us safe. If I can think who was on, Cecil Jordan was on that team, the Peacock, Millard, and uh, Aubrey. Dub was on that team. Me and Larry, Charles Wilker, Don White, Freddie Pugh, Rod Taylor. I was Earl Gunn. Earl Gunn. That's a big team. Yeah. 
bunch of people. Yeah. And was the tribal council supporting? Yes, they they they, they always you know anything dealing with bowling here they've always supported us. So how did y'all get funding to to go to these trips? Did council raise money? Did they have money, or did y'all have to go on y'all's dime? We went on our dime. Okay. Well, but now it's much much different. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm is. thinking. It's a lot different. <laughs> like, okay, well. It's a lot different, yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes I'm not too sure it's, 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 that's the best way, though. Yeah. Like, especially when the kids, you know, when we first start out, they, they had to help, you know, we got to do our uh, own fundraisers to, to, you know, make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But now they don't do nothing, you know. It's just handed to them. Yeah. And I'm not too sure that's the best way. Yeah, I know when we used to travel to powwows and stuff, it was on our dime. Yeah. Wash cars, yep. do anything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree with you. Sometimes they just magically, oh, we can play ball, but. Oh, yeah. You know, where do you think all that money comes for you to, you know, go to these places? They don't understand that. Mm-mm. You know, I don't necessarily mind them having a fundraiser and us getting back to that. But, you know, I'm agreeing with you. Sometimes, you know, we want to help as much as we can, but sometimes you wind up hurting. So I know a lot of things have changed since when y'all was first started working for the tribe and working at a with the, at consolidated school. Um, has change? Do you think the change has changed community? I mean, back then everybody worked real close together, worked as a community. Do you think it's been a lot of change from that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, well, one thing is there's more people here. I mean, like I said earlier, there, there was only about 10 or 12 families in this whole, and you knew everybody, and everybody, you know. But now, I can't, I couldn't name you half of the people, or not even a third of the people that live around here now. You know, back back then, and, and Kent, probably, he, he'll agree with me too. You know, back then, they wasn't very many houses here, but each man, uh, probably in this community, I know if I'd done something wrong, I don't care if it was Uncle Willis, A.D., or who, they'd get on to you. Yeah. And, you know, boy, they'd scold that tail. And yeah. now, if you say something to somebody, the parent gets mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But back then, the, the <laughs> men in this community kept you straight. That's what Daddy said about over in Port Switch mm-hmm. is how it was. Yeah. No matter where you went, you had somebody watching you. You sure did. They'd get on to you and but feed you at the same time and take care of you. They would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you you could go to any one of these houses and you know if you was hungry you you ate uh, you ate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all it was first thing they wanted if you wanted uh, if you was hungry or if you wanted some coffee or something to drink. I mean, everybody it was close, but now it's not that way. What do you think changed that? I know you said more people, but what else do you think has made that change from that? I think maybe where, uh, you know, back back then, a lot of people that's living here now, their family right. and kin, but they, uh, they're, they're, in a sense, strangers because they've never been here, never been around you. Yeah. And I think that's one of the the main things is yep. the closeness is not there. There's a lot of people moving back that wasn't right. around. Like mm-hmm. I was raised around y'all, so I right. was close to y'all. But yeah. others 
are just now coming back. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, you know, the change, everything has changed, too, you know. I mean, back then, you didn't have uh, TVs or Oh, all that yeah. stuff. I, I remember when we first got electricity, I was like seven, eight years old. Oh, really? First time we got electricity in, in uh, old here. And, you know, it's just stuff like that. And it just, I guess people just kind of drifted away, you know, drifted apart. Had more, more reason to be inside than outside. You know, we didn't get inside totally at, at home until I was in 12th grade. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, and and Willie Gibson called him Wolf. Wolf. He had a probably the first TV in his community, mm-hmm. and he'd have a house full of people on Saturday <laughs> night watching wrestling. Watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and on Sunday watching football. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's got their own convenience mm-hmm. now, don't they? Yeah. Actually, his house was right up there. Oh. Where the old fire station was at, yeah, you just run up a little bit further where the trailer was at. Mm-hmm. His house was right there. There was a pecan orchard there, and his house was right there. Okay, had a big old chicken coop behind his house. <laughs> I I think that sometimes it's still there. It's just not as prominent because, like, sometimes, like, I know it's bad, but when we have a death in the community, you see everybody still coming back. You do. It's just, I think, that, you know, convenience of, well, I got a phone. I ain't got to go visit people. Or, you know, I can get on Facebook, which is, you know. A lot of people think we work too much. Yeah. If I can put in a tidbit, mm-hmm. I think we need to go to working four days a week. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes up a lot of time. It Your does. time is you know, going think, to work and going home. Well, and it's like back then, they, they went, they worked. But they worked. A lot of it, what I see, is worked as community, worked together, near each other. All that yeah. type of thing. Now everybody's just so busy. Well, know. see, like right here in this community, uh, they pretty much, like you said, they work together. My grandfather had a, a, a hopewood business, logging business. But just about every one of the guys in this community at one time or another worked for him. Yeah. They ate porch, too. I mean, yeah. that's, everybody called him Uncle Will. Yeah, and they all worked together. Mm-hmm. And, and if, they, if they got in trouble or did something, they hunted up on wheel. <laughs> well, they even said, like, you know, if they know knew that some women of the community didn't have any wood, that people would, you know, drive by and make sure that they had wood for the stoves and stuff like that. But, you know, I've heard tons of story of the community just kind of helping each other. So saying that, what do you all think could help our community pull back together a little more? Is there anything that you think could happen? I mean, we got so much going on. The tribe itself has got so much going on. Well, I think that's one of the biggest problems. It's so much that, that people are spread out so much till they just, like you said, with the Facebook, they communicate on that. And sometimes I don't, I don't do it, but <laughs> I, 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 I think some that's some of the problems too. People just don't, they don't have time for each other no more. Yeah, you know, one of the, you know. One of the things that they used to do is, is the family reunion stuff, and you don't see that with our people. Yeah, yeah. I think Maxine had mentioned doing that. Like, like a big homecoming. Just of have life. a homecoming, have people bring stuff to eat and sit around. And Well, see, that's, that's, that's the way 
the power actually got started. It was you. It was like a homecoming, and the, the people that didn't live here, you know, lived in other states and all. They would come home, especially around that time, and it, everybody got together. Everybody bring in something, things like that. So that's how it got going. Do you think if that something like that was done, some kind of event where everybody brought food and it was kind of just put on by the community, not necessarily by the tribe, do you think that would help? It probably would. Yeah, I think if maybe you had the families of each family hosting certain times, like, you know, if we had this family hosting for this year and, you know, maybe maybe something like that. I don't know. It might. It might work. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. You have, yeah. you can't force people to come out. That's the problem. That's people. True. People's got to want to get out and do it. Yep. Well, going back to the the schools, do y'all remember any kind of story about the school? Like maybe in a day, one day in particular, that y'all might want to share with us. Maybe out on the playground. Maybe something y'all got in trouble for. Or something. I know y'all wasn't all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Kent had mentioned the cold. You know, I threw a piece of cold one time, hit Jean in the top of the head. And cut her head. <laughs> you get in trouble for that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember one time uh, when we was we were. Uh, I guess we must have been about the fourth, third, fourth, fifth grade. I'm not sure what grade it was, but we were out on the playgrounds playing, and you know, we we picked up. Uh, you had these old weeds, you know, and we took them and, and made like a like a little spear out of them. And we was throwing them at each other. Well, uh, uh, Howard Presley threw one hit uh, uh what's his name? Anyway, we hit one of the guys right in the eye, and it put his eye out. Mm. He, 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 he's blind right now in that one eye. And was, that wasn't Donnelly, what? Don Lee, Don Presley, Don Lee Presley. Really? Yeah. Hit him in the eye. Woo. You know, you know, one of the things I can remember about every, every, when school started back, the teachers would take up slingshots because all them boys would make slingshots. <laughs> yeah. She'd have a, a table full. It'd be big as this table here and them slingshot. <laughs> They ain't shooting each other with it. <laughs> or oh, they would they would have wars and boys would slingshot mm-hmm. wars. Get down yeah. no gravel pit. You didn't do stuff like I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember in uh, in the sixth grade, Miss uh, the, the sixth grade teacher was a bunch of boys <laughs> would get together and we'd sneak up and you could get into the ceiling. Well, we would we would slide that thing. We'd get up there in the seat <laughs> and then close it back up and put something on top of it so they couldn't get up there. We'd stay up, we'd stay up there for two or three hours. Hiding oh, from the teacher. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> the teachers, what, how did teachers get you up there? Get you over the switch? Get you over the paddle? Paddle? Oh, yeah, get you with the fires, Was she? Yeah, had them paddle. Some of them wanted to use the hairbrush. <laughs> hairbrush. <laughs> it's not very much of that goes on in school anymore. Mm-hmm. No. No. Nope. I have to have one to teach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So would y'all start school about the same time, like August, September? Usually uh, school started around the 1st of September because we'd always go that Friday and then Labor Day would be at Monday. We wouldn't have to go back. We had to get them to go back on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I was there. And it'd be done around <laughs> May or so? Yeah, you usually got out around the middle of May, something like that. You know, I know Kent was probably just like, you know, with our family, but with every family here. The kids bought their own clothes for school. Really? They either picked cotton or cucumbers or picked up pecans. You you bought your own clothes when you went to school. Now, really? you talk about buying, so where would y'all go to get um something like that? You'd go to Atmore. Just go to Atmore, and they had some stores yeah. that had what y'all needed? Mm-hmm. We talked to some said they didn't go, wasn't able to go to Atmore very often. It was the same for y'all. Y'all couldn't, didn't get to go very often. Or when I was coming up, I mean, we'd go to Atmore maybe on a Saturday, but yeah. you know, Daddy had he had a vehicle. Yeah, okay, that's where it was with us. I mean, we were at practice just well as every Saturday. Yeah, but uh, it's something about the only time we went to town on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The ones we was talking to, they still had a mule. They didn't have a. Yeah, I know Uncle Tom had old black pickup, and something happened when the men was out working and all. I know, I know. I had Mama sent me to Uncle Tom's house. Don had hurt his foot mm. and had to go to the doctor, and I had to run up to Uncle Tom's house, and he went and take Mama to the doctor. Don. So y'all saying the consolidated school, y'all had good good times there, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it did y'all enjoy going to the consolidated school more than going to the uh, public schools? I did. You did? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was smaller, you you know. People that you yeah. was grew up around right there. Kin too and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would be I think that would matter. Like when I went to Huxford, there was a lot of kids from here went yeah. to Huxford, and it was kind of it was a lot of fun. So, is there any? I mean, this has been a good. This should have been a good talk. Is there any um, anything else y'all like to share? Anything? Any old old words of wisdom? Anything? I don't. I don't really think of nothing right now. Anything to the tribe, to the people, to the community, because this goes out. This goes out on our uh, on our podcast, and it's open to the people. So, anything. I can't think of it. Okay, I mean, you gave them a lot of information already, so mm-hmm. you gave them a lot. All right, then. Well, um, guess we'll close it here. Thank y'all for speaking with us. Thank y'all for having this conversation with us. Yeah, I've been joking. Thank you. Thank you.